0: Hello friends, Pastor Doug Batchelor here. It's been a little while since we've done a Prophecy News Update, but some things happened this week that we think should really capture the attention uh, of most people, especially Protestants. I don't know if you're aware of what the Pope did on Thursday, September 12, but he had a special video where he is now setting up a date to establish a global pact with the leaders of the world to re-educate the young people of the world. Uh, this was also presented by the Vatican in uh, written form, as well as the Pope himself reading it uh, on a video. And the date is May 14, 2020, and he's calling for the leaders of the world to come. Well, let's just play this video. You'll have it here on your screen.
1: Carissimi, Oh,
0: got to stop it already. First thing he does when he presents this video is he references his encyclical uh, that was Leado Se from 2015. And this was the Pope's encyclical on the environment. And in this, please don't miss, he starts his whole video by referencing his famous encyclical on the environment, which says on paragraph 237, on Sunday, our participation in the Eucharist has a special importance. Sunday, like the Jewish Sabbath, is meant to be a day which heals our relationships with God, with ourselves, with others, and with the world. Now, of course, this whole encyclical on the environment is talking about what we can do to save the world, the environment, and help prevent or reverse global warming. And he actually is implying that by keeping the Sabbath, and even says going to church on Sunday, we'd let the environment rest. I'll read on here. It says, the uh, Sunday is the day of the resurrection, the first day of the new creation, whose first fruits are the Lord's risen humanity and the pledge of the final transfiguration of all created reality. It also proclaims man's eternal rest, the law of weekly rest for bad work on the seventh day. He agrees it's the seventh day. And so that your ox and your donkey may have rest and the son of your maidservant and the stranger might be refreshed, rest, opens our eyes to the larger picture and gives us renewed sensitivity to the rights of others. So he's basically saying that you know, by resting and resting people, animals, the environment, it's going to help contribute towards this saving of the environment. So don't miss the point that he begins his comments by referencing his encyclical dealing with the environment.
1: Collaborare per custodire la nostra casa comune.
0: Calling everyone to care for our common home. Casa comune, that means common house, meaning the world. We have to work to save the world. Per capire quanto è urgente. Urgente means urgency. This is urgent, it's an
1: emergency. Sia la sfida che abbiamo davanti, dobbiamo puntare sulla educazione, che apre la mente e i cuori ad una comprensione più larga e più profonda della realtà serve un patto educativo globale.
0: We need a global compact on education. The world needs to be re-educated, and we need the leaders of the world to come together and sign this compact. And a compact, of course, is a firm contract, promise, treaty, or an agreement. So he's calling on everybody to come together. Um, I wonder who's gonna write that out. I say facetiously, it'll probably be produced by the Vatican, uh, and have everyone agreed that we need to re-educate the world on what we need to do to save the environment. So he says we're gonna promote this global event that is gonna create a new universal solidarity. Now that solidarity means a new unity, and that's been his mantra through his papacy. In a new humanism, he talks about. You wonder, what does a new humanism mean? Uh, usually, churches are reluctant to talk about humanistic uh, point of view because Christians do not have the humanistic point of view. We've got the Christian worldview.
1: 2020. <laughs>
0: So he's giving the date, it's going to happen on the 14th of May, 2020, he's inviting everyone to Rome. Uh, it's still not clear if it's actually going to be in the Vatican, the Vatican may not be big enough to house the gathering, I think they're waiting to see how many and which world leaders will respond to this invitation to agree to a new education.
1: In a moment of extreme of extreme there is a need to of making an educativa alliance per formare persone mature people capable of living in society e and for society.
0: So he's saying we're living in a time of great fragmentation, of great division. We need to get mature people. <laughs> so he's saying those that come, they're the mature ones that are gonna agree. This is the only way we're gonna really save the world. Come together.
1: Ogni but We can't a change without educating quel change.
0: No, I can't disagree with what he's saying here, that uh, if you want change, you need to educate for that change. Uh, it shouldn't surprise us that uh, the Pope, who is a Jesuit, is talking about the importance to educate for change. Uh, this is a primary tenet of the uh, Jesuits, is education, and they operate Educational institutions all over the world—they um, know how important it is to train and form—and uh, I almost use the word brainwash—people about how to think.
1: Un proverbio africano recita che per educare un bambino serve un intero villaggio, ma dobbiamo costruirlo questo villaggio.
0: And then he quotes from a uh, familiar proverb that it takes a village to raise a child. Uh, That was used uh, by Hillary Clinton both prior and during her campaign. And it sounds beautiful because the word village is not like city. It's not like nation or country or some political power. It's kind of homey. So he's saying that we need to, you know, the world, we need to look upon the world as a village. We need to come together as the village leaders and train the children of the village. (laughs) And of course, he's talking about programming the children of the world is what this is dealing with. Tutti insieme per educare i bambini,
1: per educare il futuro. E dobbiamo monificare il terreno delle discriminazioni, come ho sostenuto nel documento che ho recentemente sottoscritto col grande iman di Al assar ad Abu Dhabi.
0: All right, now, I don't know if you caught this, but this is the only individual that he cites in the whole video. Surprisingly, it's the Grand Imam of Abu Dhabi, uh, Al-Azhar. And uh, the Pope, earlier this year in February, made an unprecedented trip, first time any Pope has been to Saudi Arabia. Keep in mind, Saudi Arabia is the birthplace of Muhammad and the stronghold of uh, Islam I've been there several times. It's got the biggest mosque in the world. I've been there and uh, we did some taping there. Um, It is an amazing thing. When we were there meeting with Christians, it was extremely controlled. Uh, You couldn't meet right in the city. They put the Christians in this like compound, enclaves outside of the city. And to let the Pope come in, just really shocked me that they would do that because there may even be more expatriate people from outside of Abu Dhabi that work in Abu Dhabi, and many of them Filipinos or Catholic. And uh, there's about a million uh, Catholics in this Islamic country. And tens of thousands of them came out when the Pope went and he went with the grand imam and they embraced each other and he embraced the, the uh, king and um, was warmly welcomed. They rolled out the red carpet Um, And you're wondering, what's going on here? Now I've said before in other videos, don't miss the point that you've got the the King of the North and the King of the South. Two of the principal religions in the world are Christianity, 2.2 billion people. And then you've got Islam with 1.7 billion people. And he said, it's so important for us to first establish that we've got a joint document between these two religions and world powers so there can be peace and harmony. So that's the reason I think he's mentioning that that document is talking about respecting the freedoms of different religions another reason saudi arabia might be very relevant now in the scheme of prophecy is few as two days ago it appears iran has bombed these oil fields in saudi arabia that has the potential to really accelerate the tensions in the middle east right now and that's why the pope i think is mentioning this
1: fare in modo questo villaggio faccia crescere in tutti la consapevolezza di ciò che unisce le persone e tutte le componenti della persona, lo studio e la vita, generazioni, i docenti e gli studenti, la famiglia e la società civile con le sue espressioni politiche, produttive, imprenditoriali e solidali.
0: So he's calling together religious leaders from all different aspects of life. He talks about everything from the economy, yet to mention that, uh, education, have sports leaders, just every stripe and type of society to come together. They must be leaders in these departments. Uh, they may apply, but they must be accepted by the Vatican to come. And so he's pulling together um, what's gonna be uh, the who's who of the world leaders to say, we need to have this uh, compact, this global pact, uh, to re-educate the youth of the world, and they're expecting to change a generation's thinking.
1: Dobbiamo fare in modo che in questo villaggio nasca una convergenza globale per un'alleanza tra gli abitanti della Terra e la casa comune.
0: So we're gonna build an alliance between the earth's inhabitants and our common home, the world. Um, You know, this all sounds so good. I mean the Bible does after all say God will destroy those that destroy the earth. He does want us to be sensitive to care for the garden He planted. Man was originally designed to be a steward of God's garden in Eden. And so it all sounds beautiful, but I think you need to read between the lines uh, knowing what's going on in Bible prophecy this is a very uh, profound and stunning uh, new uh, advancement in the ongoing agenda of the Pope to move towards bringing together the religions of the world and the political leaders of the world, and it's being done for the children, for the environment. Who can argue with that? Sounds beautiful. que l'educazione sia creatrice
1: di pace, di giustizia, sia accoglienza tra tutti i popoli della famiglia umana non di dialogo tra le loro religioni. Now,
0: I don't know if you caught that last statement. He says, all people of the world, from all religions, sounds like Revelation 13, he causes all, small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, every nation, tongue, and people. And he's really just encompassed all of that in that last sentence. Un villaggio universale. A universal village. What a beautiful way to say, uh, a, a, a global law <laughs> compelling people to think and worship a certain way a un
1: villaggio anche personale di ognuno dobbiamo fondare i processi educativi sulla consapevolezza che tutto nel mondo è intimamente connesso ed è necessario trovare altri modi di intendere l'economia la politica la crescita e il progresso
0: All right, so here he's saying the whole world is now interconnected. We need to find a new way to manage our economy. A part of what he's saying there is we need to spread the wealth around, which always applies to the masses of the world, which would uh, love to hear that. But um, right there again, he encompassed the politics, the nations of the world, the economy of the world, everything needs to be addressed in this global pact.
1: Dobbiamo avere il coraggio di formare persone disponibili a mettersi al servizio della comunità.
0: so now he's saying it's not just that we're going to train the children. He said this is going to be a program that we will train willing individuals to train the children.
1: Per questo desidero incontrarvi a Roma per promuovere insieme e attivare questo patto educativo
0: so. How could you reject an invitation from the pope he's inviting the leaders to come he says i want to meet you in rome so that we can promote this educational alliance a global educational alliance of the world
1: now he's
0: saying not only am i sending a personal invitation to the public leaders of the world i want you to join me in urging them to participate in this. So he's actually going right to the grassroots people and saying, you tell your world leaders, the political leaders, the business leaders, the uh, economic leaders, um, the he even says sports personalities, anyone that has influence there to be encouraged by the people to come to this meeting where they will sign a global pact. Makes you wonder, I mean, maybe it's harmless, but it, it makes the, believe it or not, the hair stand up on my neck che a livello mondiale sono già
1: impegnate nel delicato settore dell'educazione delle nuove generazioni. Ho fiducia che non si tireranno indietro.
0: So going educate future generations and we will not back down. That's what he just said.
1: Cerchiamo insieme di trovare soluzioni, avviare processi di trasformazione senza paura.
0: I think it's interesting, he said, we'll get together and we'll try and find solutions. You can almost be sure that when they arrive, there'll be something already written. Uh, typically it's a law of life, but the, the one who sets the date for a meeting, who sets the agenda for the meeting, who says the place for the meeting is leading the meeting. And so there's no question about who is in charge here of this meeting.
1: ciascuno di voi. Ad essere protagonista di questa alliance. an alliance. L'appuntamento è per il giorno 14 maggio 2020, a Roma. Vi aspetto e finora vi saluto e benedico. Grazie.
0: Thank you. He gives out his blessing. He says, I'm looking forward, I expect to see you there. And this is a very direct appeal to the people and to the leaders of the world to come May 14, 2020, to Rome. It may be in some larger assembly area or even in the Vatican, where he's gonna say we need a global pact to bring the world together, to educate our young people, uh, to help save the environment and tangible things we can do. And he starts out by referencing his encyclical on the environment where he specifically mentions the Sabbath among other things. Well, friends, I I can't, uh, I couldn't let this pass without saying something about it. You know, something else that was in the article that was issued by the Vatican on this. It says, we're inviting international organizations, and you can look these things up at the Vatican websites for yourself. We're inviting international organizations, and note this, the great ones of the earth. Boy, that jumped out at me because it sounds exactly like Revelation 18 where it says, the merchants of Babylon, the great ones of the earth. That's what it says in the Bible by which all the nations of the earth were deceived with Satan's sorcery. Maybe I'm the only one that thinks that this is something to keep our eyes on. It will be very interesting to see how many Protestant leaders and educators uh, and from where respond to this invitation, say, sign me up, I'm coming, Pope. I'd like, to, uh, I'd like to find out more about this global pact. And uh, we need to be praying as that day approaches. You know, the Bible tells us that the... Uh, The wheel of prophecy may turn slowly, but it turns surely and truly. And I think we've just seen another cog in the wheel, another tick of the hand, another ding in the bell of God's prophecy clock. So we'd encourage you to look at our video called, The Bride, The Beast, and Babylon. It helps you understand why issues like this are important. It's very important uh, at the website here. Uh, There'll be a link, I think, where you can look and see how you can get more information about that. Also, encourage you to uh, have your friends like this video, pass it on. Every time they like it, it makes it easier for other people to find it. Be praying and stay tuned until we have our next Prophecy News Update.